Welcome to a daily word of encouragement with Celebration Church in Thomasville, Georgia. We believe that the Bible is God's word to all people. We love God, we love each other, and we are changing our world one relationship at a time. We want to help you know and love God's word. Join Pastor Jimmy Bryson each day as we discover how to seek God and live our lives encouraged by his word. Good morning. A couple days ago, we broadcast our 50th podcast. Uh, wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Ten weeks have just flown by. That's like more than a semester of school. Um, so today is probably, I'd have to go back and look, 52, 53, something like that. And I did look back yesterday afternoon, and it looks like we're coming to the end of five weeks talking about revival. We've been basically focusing on two verses, Psalm 85, verse 6, will you not revive us again that your people may rejoice in you? And then last week, or this past week, uh, actually the last two weeks, we've been in Second um, Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. And so I was just perusing back through Psalm 85 because it's crazy. Like, I don't know about you, but I can read a Bible verse uh, 8, 10, 12, 15 times, study it, pick it apart, meditate on it, pray on it, preach on it, teach on it, and then come back later and meditate and research again and realize, oh my gosh, I, I don't, like I see something new and that I've never seen before. And so after all this time in Psalm 85 and 2 Chronicles 7, I was just reading back through Psalm 85 a few minutes ago, wondering like how in the world, like this is the last podcast of the week and it's probably drawing to a conclusion, Psalm 85 and 2 Chronicles chapter 7, though we are, though we are going to still keep seeking God for revival. These are probably, this is probably the last podcast on, on those couple verses. So I went back and uh, earlier, I had said the first three or four verses of Psalm 85, the psalmist is reflecting back upon. He remembered a day when God was doing a work. And in verse one, if you look at it, you've been favorable to your land, which means you poured out your blessings to your land. Apply that to your spiritual life. Do you remember a time when you, God was just pouring out his blessings? Now, obviously, he pours out his blessings every day. The Bible says that every good gift and every perfect gift comes to the Lord. But you know what I'm talking about, right? It, like, like it seems like blessing upon blessing. <clears throat> well, the psalmist was remembering that. <clears throat> Verse 2, he says, You have forgiven the iniquity of your people. You've covered all their sins. You've taken away all your wrath. You've turned from the fierceness of your anger. Aren't you glad we're in the new covenant, by the way? And then, and then in chapter 85, verse 4, in the King James, it says, Turn us. O God of our salvation, and cause your anger toward us to cease. And so I'm just, I'm perusing on that, those two words. I was looking at them, turn us. You would think it means like to repent or turn back. But, but literally, that word turn means to refresh or to restore. Did you hear me? It means to refresh or restore. And then he gets down to verse 6 of chapter 85 and says, will you not revive us again? And that word revive, when you study it from top to bottom, 
inside to out, excuse me, it really means to live prosperously, to live prosperously. And I, I mentioned a few weeks ago that when you study out that word revive in Psalm 80, I'm, I'm going to come back to restore in just a minute, verse 4. Um, when, you, when you go back and, and look at that word revive that the psalmist used there in Psalm 85, verse 6, will you not revive us again, which has the idea of taking the people and himself back to something they were experiencing before. And he says it's revive, or we'll use the word revival if a person is revived. And I mentioned that when you look at what Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 10, that the thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I'm come that that may have life and have it, that life, more abundantly. And we found that that life, that, that phrase more abundantly, the abundant life means life to the fullest. Can I just pause and ask you a question after five weeks? Are you living life to the fullest? Are you experiencing the joy and the peace of God? Peace of God that passes all understanding? Verse six, he says, will you not revive us again that your people may rejoice in you? Does rejoicing, which means to be merry, is, does rejoicing describe your normal everyday life? Now, nobody's rejoicing 24 hours a day, seven days a week, I don't think. But does rejoicing describe your life? That would be life to the fullest. Abundant life is a superior life. Hopefully, you're beginning to experience a more superior life than you were five weeks ago. Superior life. Living above your circumstances. Whoa! We, we can live above our circumstances. Abundant life is an extraordinary life, above the ordinary, not ordinary. I mean, everybody lives an ordinary life. I'm talking about in, in the Lord. I don't know about you, but I don't want to spend the rest of my days just going through the motions, getting up and going to meeting after meeting and church after church and service after service and never really living this extraordinary life. Abundant life is a surpassing life. Man, when you think about all Jesus promised us, love, joy, peace, on and on and on. We're children of God. We're heirs with Christ. We're heirs of God and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. That's a surpassing life. Oh, I'm going to start preaching now. Abundant life's an uncommon life. Like you look around at the average Christian and you look at the common life. Man, I don't want to, I don't want to live down there. I don't want to live in the, in the mully grubs and just trying to hold on and make it to the end. No, I want to thrive not just survive. And I know you do too. Someone else said that the um, abundant life is the normal Christian life. And that's where we start a few weeks. It's the normal Christian life. So when you look at those um, concepts of abundant living, that pretty much describes Psalm 85 verse 6 when he said, will you not revive us again? Which means the psalmist is saying, I remember when we were living like that and we want to live like that again. We want to go back. Now, I don't mean like go back like in going backwards, but we want to return to living an extraordinary life, a surpassing life, an uncommon life. That's what we want to do. So he just previously in verse 4 said, turn us or restore us. It's interesting. That word restore means to, or turn means to restore or to refresh in Acts chapter 3, verse 19, where Peter's preaching, he says, Repent that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. 
That's what I'm wanting for you. That's what I want for me. That's what I'm praying for me. That's what I'm praying for you. That you will experience times of refreshing. That we will live our lives refreshed. See, I'm, I'm just crazy enough to believe it. I believe we can live our lives day by day being refreshed, being revived. If we set our sails, remember? We cannot organize revival but we can set our sails to catch the wind from heaven when God decides to breathe on his people again. How do you catch yourself? Humble ourselves, pray, seek his face, turn from our wicked ways. Then he will revive us. Hey, I, I appreciate you listening every day or maybe just popping in from time to time. And um, like for real now, I'm not just jiving you. My prayer for you this day is that moving forward, you will experience times of refreshing from the presence of the Lord.